0: Learn from the past and leverage the learnings actually over the last you know 12 to 18 months, but focus on the opportunities ahead. As they say, the windscreen is bigger than the rear view, and there's plenty of opportunities ahead of us that we can create positive change for.
1: You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders, with thanks to our partner, Connect Now. Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking and strategies to elevate your results. To get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com. And for more information about how ConnectNow can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Elevate podcast, where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Samantha McLean, editor of Elite Agent and host of today's show. My guest on today's show is REA Chief Customer Officer, Cool Singh. So, welcome, welcome back to the show, actually.
0: Thanks, Sam. It's always great chatting
2: to you. It is indeed. And it's been almost a year since we chatted. Can you believe it?
0: It's it's been a long time. It's all a bit of a blur, to be honest.
2: It is. What I mean, what a year it's been, and there's been so much that's happened this year, and everyone seems so busy, despite all of the lockdowns and stuff like that. Um, tell me a bit about your year. How's it
0: been for you? Yeah, similar. Very very busy. I can't remember working as hard as we have. the The hours seem to blur into personal life and business life, so it's, it's a, all a blend. Um, you know, being one of the most lockdown cities, if not the most down city in the world, that's that's been um, definitely a, a challenging and testing time to go from the most livable to the most lockdown. So, a lot's happened, but equally, you know, optimism is returning and, and the sun's shining in Melbourne today. So, looking forward to to getting out and about. And so just recently we reported
2: some news that you've got a new job title. Um, you're now the Chief Customer Officer of REA Group. So how does that compare to your previous position as Chief Sales Officer?
0: Yeah, it's, look, it's definitely an exciting change and it's it's way bigger than me and, and the title. It's, it's about continuing to uplift our customer service and putting our customers at the centre of our decision-making. The team's now... You know, upwards of three hundred and thirty passionate, customer-oriented people who are coming together under one vision, with a goal to unifying a customer experience and service. So it's definitely a, a um, way to reinforce our focus on customers.
2: Yeah, and what's driven this change? Has it been sort of the year that we've had, or has there been events leading up to this? Or
0: yeah, look, no, good question. Since I'll be in the role, and it's approaching two years now, we've been laser focus on uplifting our customer service levels we talked about that last time as well i think there was upwards of 200 percent in customer contact and, and so we've been thinking about what are the different things we can do to continue to lift our performance and, and exceed customer expectations and i guess our vision at the moment is have customers loving to do business with us and there's a range of different teams with an rea that, that engage with customers from sales to customer success. You know, service teams, operational teams. And so bringing these um, like minded and and customer oriented people together, we thought we could unlock further opportunities to delight our customers.
2: And so let's talk about real estate generally for a moment because it has been a little bit of an up and down year. What sort of trends are you seeing from an REA perspective um, that, you know, just broadly across the country? And then let's maybe talk about some of the standout moments in a few states.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you know, REA continues to do research studies to get a feel of what consumers are thinking and, and, and how we can share that with our customers. Recently we spoke to buyers of new homes and it's no surprise that consumers have started to use their homes differently over the over the pandemic and want that to continue into, into future years. So, you know, space, light, um, workspaces and studies are something that they're thinking about and additional storage. So, Due to COVID, we've seen more and more people looking at build bigger homes moving further away from the city, although there is a bit of a shift to, to come back to, towards Metro. Um, our customers already know that, that supply is, is low and, and demand is high. Um, and so from the owner's side, we're finding that one in four of our audience are looking at renovating in the next six months because there is just such a challenge in trying to secure a new place or a bigger place, they're looking at extending their current home. So one in four looking to renovate in the next six months is we think a big opportunity for, for our agents and and, and customers to, to re-engage consumers and, and help them with you know how to renovate, where to renovate and how to uplift the, the value of their home. And then as you would know, rent being a challenging market shortage again, especially in markets like Queensland where you're from and, and other areas where there's a shortage of supply and an interesting stat we found a small but a significant increase in vacant properties with 4% of landlords wanting to keep their investment property vacant. Now, whether that be for for their second home or for families and friends, particularly in New South Wales, Queensland, we're seeing landlords wanting to, to keep their investment properties vacant.
2: Yeah, it's definitely interesting times. And now there's lifting of lockdown restrictions. So we've seen the lifting of lockdown restrictions in Sydney. I think Canberra is about to happen and hopefully Victoria as well. How are you seeing the industry respond to that?
0: Yeah, considering where we were a few months ago, things are definitely on the up. The return of you know one on one inspections in the second half of September in Melbourne's definitely seen a, a shift in in the market. Applications and leads to agents are rising significantly. I mean it's been a later start than usual with the, the the spring selling season with lockdowns in Melbourne and Sydney in particular, but with restrictions easing, vendors are getting more and more confident, and vendor leads are growing to our customers, you know at high records. I think we had a record last week in terms of new vendors connecting with with Asians, so we expect a strong selling season well into October and November. The market's strong, as you know, days on market are down, clearance rates are up, and we see that to continue with low interest rates. But whilst the numbers are strong, I do know our customers, particularly in New South Wales, have been working long, hard hours. One-on-one inspections can take a toll and, um, you know, group Group inspections will will reduce a bit of that stress, and, and hopefully in Victoria that that'll happen soon too. So I'm sure the Christmas break can't come soon enough for a lot of our customers, whilst others will continue to work through that period too.
2: Yeah, that's what I've heard actually. That Christmas is Easter's the new Christmas again this year. Yeah, yeah. So you're based in Melbourne. How have you been faring? Um, you know, in what you just described as the world's most locked down city. Uh,
0: look it's definitely been hard um you know from the most livable as I said to the most lockdown it's been hard not only for us but but I think about kids I think about children and, and teenagers in particular it's been hard for them and you know it's, it's a health crisis beyond just COVID with with some of the other challenges people are facing so we're mindful of that at REA we're mindful of that in the industry and, and wanting to make sure we re- remain kind to one another as I said the sun's shining here so so there's a lot of Optimism and hope for for what's to come, you know, hopefully restrictions ease further into next week. Once we get to the 70% period, I remember talking to you and Owen last year about vaccinations and and what my one ask was, and I think was getting the vaccinations out back then. So it can't come soon enough. For me personally, I've been fortunate. I've got a supportive workplace and and family and have taken the opportunity to to look at creating positive experiences even within the home. So, uh, yeah, personally fortunate, but equally mindful of, you know, everyone going through a different different challenge.
2: Yeah, well, it's interesting that you bring that up because um, one of the things that you guys have introduced this year is a partnership with workplace mental health provider Benny Button. So talk to me about that. What does that involve?
0: Yeah, we we did partner with Benny Button. Obviously, as as I said, we wanted to to ensure we continue to support our customers. So so we wanted to to look at what other ways we can do that outside of the financial support and, and, and digital solutions we offer. So Benny Button, um, you know, they're, they're, a, they're a leader in their space, and, and the safety and wellbeing of our people was a key priority for us. So we rolled out that um, program to them, and then equally extended that to our customers. Um, it was a three-part webinar series open to all REA customers, and, and it focused on the, the fundamentals around wellbeing, you know, mastering stress and leading innovation. And, and if I step back and look at just the, the engagement we've had with that program, it's, it's had the highest engagement of any REA customer facing webinars we've had and still available on our agent marketing center. So, so we're really pleased that, that we're able to offer that and extend that to, to our customers.
2: Yeah, fantastic. Well, we'll leave some links for that in the in the show notes just in case anyone hasn't seen it because I think it's a fantastic initiative. And if this pandemic's taught us anything, it's like it's a personal experience for everyone. Everyone experiences things very differently. Absolutely. So let's talk about the areas. Let's go on to some good news. So the areas are back in... Um, are back in 2021. That's what we always say. The areas are back in 2021. I've received my um, notification. You're a judge again this year. Thanks very much, Sam.
0: Thank you, Sam, for (laughs) continuing to support us and and supporting the industry with picking the best of the best. We do appreciate it.
2: It is my favourite awards to judge, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. Um, (laughs) So, um,
0: I was saying to our marketing team, as you talk about favourite, I mean, I love this initiative and it is if not my favourite, one of my favourite initiatives, I absolutely love it and it's into its sixth year now Um, and I remember being part of the team when when it was first created, so so I absolutely love it.
2: I remember the first areas ceremony as well either, it was down in Melbourne at that beautiful art gallery at the um, NGV, wasn't it?
0: It was, it was, great memory, six years ago that was Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be bigger and stronger this year.
2: Yeah, amazing. And so what are the categories this year? I think um, the there's two categories of awards, as I understand. So there's one which is submission-based awards and, and other, other awards which are data-based awards. So talk to me about the categories that are submission-based.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So so actually one of the first ones I'll talk about is a new category we're rolling out this year, just talking about the Benny Button Initiative um, we wanted to stay true to that mental health focus and, and wellbeing focus, and we know our customers have done some exceptional work in supporting not only their teams but the communities they operate in. So, a, a new award we've introduced is the Wellbeing Initiative, um, which any customer can can um, submit for, and the winner will receive a wellbeing series, specially designed by Benny Button, to the value of 10k for them. So, so that's one of the new. Uh, awards we've rolled out this year. The other one's submission based, as you mentioned, you, you judge those and along with other panel of, of judges. So thank you again for for your support. Um, there's a range of different awards that that fall into those categories, which include agency of the year and property manager of the year, the national awards with one winner across the country. Um, and then as you mentioned, we've got data led awards as well, which, which focus on the performance of customers and the data we have access to on our site. Um, if I talk about the resi space, you know we've got top agent, which looks at volume of sales, total value of sales and, and ratings and reviews. Submissions not required for these awards and, and all customers of REA from the 1st of Jan to the 31st of December are automatically entered.
2: I love those awards actually because I think you guys have got the best helicopter view across all of these data systems and things like that. So and it was really great to celebrate those top agents too, like not just from a volume point of view, but also from a ratings and reviews, you're a good human kind of point of view as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and we want that to continue and, and we want it to be as objective as possible and, and as you say, leverage the data that, that we've got access to 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 celebrate the great results our, our customers are able to provide their vendors. So whether it be, you know, sold prices, days on market, ratings and reviews, which I think are an increasing um, important way for, for vendors to select ages. We, we want to highlight those and, and people are doing extremely well.
2: Now there's some people probably listening to this right now who are probably thinking, hmm, should I submit um, an entry for these awards? Um, who like? Let's talk about agent of the year or agency of the year rather, because the agent of the year are the top agent awards, which are database now. But the agency of the year, what sort of agency do you see as, as somebody that could take out that award?
0: Bearing in mind, uh, we don't judge these awards, Sam. You do, so I'd love yep. for you to to share with us any tips on what you look for when when you're picking um, the agency of the year. But for me, I think it's important to, to balance the soft skills and, and equally the objective data that agencies and have access to to demonstrate the outcome they've delivered um, for their vendors, for their landlords and, and, and back that up with statistics to reinforce the results they've delivered. So be succinct, but, but punchy and, and, and have data where you can to demonstrate the outcomes you deliver. But equally, Sam, love to hear from you what you look for when, when you're picking agency at the end. Do you have any tips for, for our listeners?
2: Oh, well, actually, I do, actually. my I mean, everyone's judging process is different, but, you know, I tend to print out all the submissions at once and read them through one time, all of them, before I even, you know, and then I'll put them in a rough order and then go back and then have a look at what, what's really going on there. A couple of tips I would say that uh, focus on answering the question because yeah. a lot a lot of times, you know, you, you get answers that are longer than perhaps that don't really answer the question and I think including data is amazing and finding ways to stand out because um, as judges we read a lot of submissions so as soon as we get one that's a breath of fresh air which is a little bit different it's like oh this is different.
0: Yeah there you go. And we we love that. Inside the mind of one of our expert (laughs) judges. Beautiful.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah and yeah no bribes. Bribes won't work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not in this
0: office anyway. that makes me happy as well.
2: So anyway, yeah, thank you for that interview. Okay, let's move back to me asking the questions now. Um, <laughs> so so the awards have um, a bit of a new look, and, and you've just talked about the incentives for, um, you know, the, the winner of the Benny Button Award. Um, the winners actually get quite a lot from REA, you know, in terms of promotion and things like that. So can you talk to us a little bit about what the, what the winners will receive in 2021?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think if I come back to the intent, the intent is to celebrate our customers' successes, but equally connect them with our consumers. Um, so I guess one of the big priorities is to to promote and connect the winners um, through media coverage and industry acknowledgement as much as possible. There'll be professional development sessions with mentor, mentors for for people who who win to help their business and exposure on whether it be realestate.com.au or realcommercial.com.au customer. There's going to be out of home advertising uh, for select awards, so you'll see see that externally as well. Again, to connect our customers with our consumers um, and there'll be personalized marketing assets for our customers to use and leverage within their own platform. So there's going to be a range of different ways we're going to celebrate and offer assets to, to reach that objective of connecting customers with consumers. Um, the state-based award ceremonies will be taking place in person, ideally. And oh, wow. and as we talked about um, the, you know, the top agent and using data, ideally uh, we can do that face to face. So, so the plan is to, to bring customers together in their states and, and celebrate together. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we can pull that off because we, we had to just do it digitally last year.
2: Well, I think every, everyone's just got to hurry up and get their jabs, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, without, without, without getting overly po- political, you know, I'm a big believer of the jab and, and making sure we can do what we can to, to protect ourselves and, and those around us. So, so the quicker we can get there, um, the quicker we can have some form of freedom.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And we can come back to Melbourne and have a decent coffee again at some
0: point. That would be good. Or better yet, I'll come to you because the sun shines there more than it does in Melbourne.
2: <laughs> we'll see. There's reasons for, for, us, for us both to travel. Um, yeah. So, what's on the agenda for REA in the period ahead, other than the areas, which is very, very exciting? Um, what, what can we expect to see from REA? We're c- coming to the end of 2021. What can are the you plans for it? 2022? Yeah, we made it. Gosh.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, there's always, there's always plenty happening at REA, um, whether that be consumer trends that are informing what we're thinking about next or feedback from our customers, whether it's anecdotal, you know, I talk to customers every day and I get feedback all the time on things we can do differently or improve, uh, or via the property panel, which, again, our, our customers uh, comprise, comprise of across all our markets. If I think about a product point of view, we've seen some fantastic uptake of our digital solutions products like Connect, which help customers nurture and convert prospects uh, more efficiently and effectively, and we'll continue to optimise that product suite into into the next months and years. Um, and as I mentioned, vendor leads are absolutely flying at the moment. So new vendors thinking of connecting with agents, and, and we want that to continue. And how we can continue to optimise that that funnel to, to drive more um, vendors to our agents who are ready to sell um, and help the help the agents. Move those listings as fast as possible. Obviously, the market's hot right now, but if there's other ways we can we can do that when the market slows down to convert those listings, we'll we'll continue to explore those.
2: Yeah, it's it's certainly shaping up to be an interesting year. And and what about on the rent side of things? What's what's happening there? Can we? Would there be anything new happening there?
0: Yeah. So as as you might know, OneForm's been part of our stable for a long time now, and 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 you know over four million applications a year through that product. We've recently transitioned to a new product um, which which consumers can apply through through the REA app, you know the rental applications product and, and we'll continue to roll that out. So we're rolling that out at the moment um, to all one form customers, and a big focus is to get as many of those customers migrated as possible quickly before the uh, peak rental period. so so that's the big focus, and the goal there is to find. The best tenant faster. I think I think there's ways we can help our customers and property managers select the best tenant faster through through leveraging data and, and technology. So so the goal there is to to help them uh, be more effective and efficient, so they can spend more time delivering service.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what every investor wants too: the best tenant in the fastest possible time. Yeah. So, um, cool. Thank you so much. It's been um great to catch up with you again. We must not leave it a year next time. Um. And uh, just a reminder to everyone to get your area submissions in before November the 17th. So um, you know, if you're thinking about submitting for the areas, maybe download the forms. Um, you know have a look at, have a look at the questions. Give yourself a good time, a, a bit of time to consider what your answers are going to be because there's still a fair bit of time to go. Um, and I would really recommend that you get involved in the areas that, that we've interviewed some amazing winners over the years and, um, and and have loved our involvement in the areas. And you might even end up on the cover of the magazine, hey?
0: You absolutely might. Now, remember, do what you can to stand out. Cool. It's been amazing
2: catching up with you again. Um, if If there was one final piece of advice or one final thought that you'd like to leave everyone with, what would it be?
1: Oh, good
0: question, Sam. And you know me, I can't, I can't just give you one. I think there's so many topical things at the moment, um, and and I, I touched on it earlier around being kind to one another. I saw an AFR article yesterday, actually, that brought home a lot of things for me and reminded me that we can't control a lot of the environment and what's taking place in the market, but we can control and support our teams and and people are the most important part of any business and that's definitely the case in our industry. So so that's kind of the first thing I'm thinking about and topical as of yesterday again. But other than that, uh, the other thing I would call out is to continue to find ways to create positive change. Um, Absolutely learn from the past and leverage the learnings actually over the last, you know, 12 to 18 months, but focus on the opportunities ahead. As they say, the windscreen is bigger than the rear view and there's plenty of opportunities ahead of us that we can create positive change for.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and a great final thought. Cool, thing, thank you so much.
0: No worries. Thanks, Sam. look forward to seeing you within 12 months. Absolutely. For coffee. Absolutely. All righty. Chat soon.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Elevate podcast with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com.